It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Bring it on. Bring it on to me Bring it on to me I'm so ready for anything Bring it down Bring it down to me Bring it down to me I'm so ready for everything Oh, oh, oh. 
The laser emotional coaching is available and the intentional emotional coaching. Two powerful formats. The three-week laser emotional coaching has been phenomenally successful. Pinpoint some issue, some core belief that's going on for you right now that's stopping you. And within three sessions, we can find out where it's residing in the body, how it's showing up, where it is in your energy field. And once we do that, we can discover the opportunities of it, we can alter it, we can shift it, and we can create a new conversation. So, powerful. It's very, very powerful. That opportunity is available. You can go to KarenCressman.com. Find out all of that information. Sign up for newsletters if you haven't already. They're amazing pieces of wisdom. The WOW newsletters, Wise Ones Wisdom newsletters. And they add very much to the conversation of our Sunday gatherings and what else is going on right now in the universe. So there's an opportunity for spiritual tithing and to subscribe to the newsletters and radio shows, which makes a huge difference for an energy exchange and helps um, with the costs to do all of this. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who have chosen to give a gift, a spiritual gift of tithing to this work. I'm honored that I make a difference and that all of my work, my intention every day for my work is to friendly and excuse me, to profoundly inspire all others and myself to more fully love ourselves, each other, the planet, all beings, and all of our brothers and sisters throughout the multiverses. So that is my intention for my work. And certainly today I get the opportunity to support our brothers and sisters throughout the multiverses. So with that said, I am going to start the show, and I will be back afterwards. Enjoy. I'm on Drummond, and we have gone between twice now. I don't know where we've arrived. Drummond, where are we? We're in a very, very dark space. And I feel like we're inside of a mountain. Like we landed, we were in space, and then we flipped again to get inside of something. We're, Drummond, are we on soil? Yes. Are we inside of a mountain? Yes. Is it what planet are we on? Saturn. We're on Saturn? Yes. What are we doing on Saturn? You'll see. Okay. Uh, we are... I can't see anything, Drummond. I'm... We're in the dark. Oh, there's a light coming towards us. It's someone on a... Like a cart. Actually, it's it's flying. It's flying. Um, sort of like a golf cart. Uh, Galilee. 
Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Namaste, Karen and Mark. Yes, I thought you might be. I thought you might be a little disconcerted by where you are. I'm in a in a dark tunnel. We um, landed in. And this is Saturn, correct, Galilee? Yes, it is. Come, I will show you why we have given these coordinates to Drummond and why you needed to be here today. Thank you, Drummond. He's waiting for us out here. Thank you, Drummond. Love you. <laughs> he nodded his head. Ah, Okay. We are flying in this cart along this tunnel. Are we going deeper, Galilee? Yes, we are. We're going deeper and deeper. Is this one of the underground catacombs, sort of like what's on Earth, that the ancient builder race put here? Yes, it is. Wow, I'm in Saturn. Okay. Um, And, oh, Lordy, we just opened up into this huge, uh, what would you call this? Terminal. It's a terminal. There are shuttlecrafts and flying ships galore flying in and out of here. It's it's huge. It's almost like the size of a, a large airport. It's Philadelphia Airport. Just this one area. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. This is the main terminal where all ships come into. Um, wait, that one just came through the ceiling. Yes, Karen. That's a technology that your planet knows very well, but hasn't shown to humanity yet. Mm-hmm. They can go through walls. Mm. So, Galilee. The particle equalizer. <clears throat> the particle equalizer that they can shift the particles and move through through matter it's a matter of of reworking matter to move through it oh my goodness gracious they're just flying in and out Mm. wow (sighs) gallery yes Mark so this is like what I've seen when I was in a crystal city of light in the White Mountains in New Hampshire? Yes. Yes, this is done in most areas that are the ancient builder race has been there and set up the technical abilities to do this and set up the equations and quantum field dynamics that will allow this to happen. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will see this on all of the planets. You will see this in inner Earth. Yes, I did hear 
Corey Good talk about this actually in one of his cosmic disclosure shows. Wow, now I know what he was talking about. And the huge, huge area. Huge terminal. Follow me, Karen. Okay. <clears throat> We're taking the shuttle part and we are going down another corridor. There's all kinds of um, these tunnels. Like the, if you look around the whole outer surface of this terminal, there's tunnels after galore. The same as if you went to a subway station and you have all the tunnels that go off of a main corridor. It's very similar. Okay, we're moving. Ah, we just passed one. I didn't think there was enough room in this place. This corridor is bigger than the one I brought you in on. Okay. Okay. Ah, All right. I'm still in awe and overwhelmed at this. It's just amazing. Okay. We've stopped, and we're at a very, we're at a people mover, sort of like an escalator mover, and we're getting on that. There are other beings here, and they're not human. There are some humans, but there's, there are a lot of other beings from other worlds here. Galilee, is this a, an area that's sort of like a um, universal multi-nation, kind of like the UN, the United Nations, the galactic United Nations area? Is this something on that nature? Yes, it is. It's a neutral base that welcomes all. Okay. All within the alliance, we should say. No, we're not allowing the beings who would come in and destroy. But all of the Andromeda Council nations are welcome here. All right. Is this a some type of conference we're going to. Yes, it is. Aha. And why isn't it on the ship that we've been to before, the huge, huge mothership that we have has held conferences and galactic um, federation meetings? Because it isn't a galactic federation meeting. It's not that big. And it particular conversation is best to happen in this facility. Okay. All right, so we're going in, and there's a huge auditorium, and Galilee and I are taking a seat in one of the very back upper boxes. These boxes are for visitors and guests. You have been invited as a guest. Karen and Mark. So we are just listening in to the conversation today. 
afterwards we'll move to another area and we can talk more about it. But for right now, there's no questions. We're just listening. Okay, got it. All right, so the assembly is gathering. There's a huge assembly. Galilee, how many people would you say are in this assembly? You have about 2,000. Two to 3,000. More like two will probably be here today. Yeah, large assembly. Mm. Now, are those oh. that are here primarily from our planetary system or elsewhere as well? There are... They're mostly from this galactic system because the, there is still the quarantine in your universe by the sphere being alliance. So they would be within not only this galaxy, but within the quarantine space. So it's more of a universal. The quarantine isn't the whole universe, though, is it? No, it's not. There's several galaxies that are involved. So it's more than your galaxy. It's multiple galaxies. Is this conversation going to be about the quarantine? Yes, good catch, Karen. Yes. I know that the Dracos have been wanting the quarantine lifted so they can escape. Yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> if you were them? <laughs> of course. They do not want to be held accountable for their crimes against humanity. So, um, and you're right. They don't believe, Galilee, that they did anything wrong, do they? No, they don't. They see humans equal to your pigs, cows, and chickens. You treat pigs, cows, and chickens and most of the animals on your planet as beneath you. You can do with what you want. And that's how the Dracos and several other species see humans as animals. They can enslave for whatever purpose they want. So they don't see it wrong as being wrong any more than you see factory farming as being wrong or the majority I understand that the two of you don't and many people listening don't alright they're calling the assembly to order uh, just a gavel order order um, we are here today the ramifications of the quarantine and the releasing of it. There is much ado. And honestly, we've been surprised at how many petitions we've had to release the quarantine, knowing the consequences of that for many. We have asked some of the representatives of the sphere being alliance to come today to have this conversation with you. One of the blue avians is here. 
He's standing and nodding to introduce himself. We have heard all your petitions. We understand that you have fellow beings from your galaxies and from your homelands that are prevented from coming back in. And we understand that many of you are asking for the quarantine to be lifted just for particular ships. You're asking that some of these ships could come through and some not. Not that you want to release all of the Draco and Anunnaki and beings that have been harming. You do not wish to see all of them released. You just wish to get your loved ones back. And that is why this meeting is important. We understand that concern. And we have ask the Sphere Being Alliance to come and speak with us about that possibility. How we could get those that are in service to the Andromeda Council back into this area instead of being banned. We understand also that some of their supplies and some of their ability to function has been greatly diminished at this point because they have been banned for so long. Would you like to speak now concerning this, representative of the Blue Aliens? I would. I would like to speak now. If my loved ones were banned from my area and could not get back home, I would feel the same as you. In very much the same way, I am stuck in your galaxy at this time as well. So I understand if I could not go back home, how I would feel. It is a very tricky situation because there is much that could happen if we allow that to take place. However, we also have some means could allow the ships back in. It is something that we have taken into consideration. It is something that we have heard your requests for. And please note, it is something that we understand. We understand the severity in some cases, the need in other cases, and the desire for many cases. For those who are okay in outer bases and are able to continue to function. We will definitely support those that are in urgent situations. Now, you're at a critical time frame. It's happening right now on Earth to control the situation and 
neutralize the forces that have been creating harm for centuries. It is time for the ascension shift. The energies are coming into place. You all know this. You all know how the evolution of Earth and the galaxies has taken place and where you are in the process, how it's affecting all of your worlds, and the importance of the growth and the movement forward. We cannot do anything that would change the waves of energy and the flow that is coming in. If we do that, it will shift all of you in a different direction. Now, that said, there are ways to manage the quarantine. We have talked about some of those ways and what we could do to bring in the beings. At this time, it must remain as is. Wow. There's a lot of of disconcern and grumbling happening right now in the, the audience. Yes, we thought you would feel that way. We know that you've been asking for a long time now. We know that it's been very challenging for many of you. Many of you are the relatives and the loved ones of the beings that cannot get back home. We understand. Truly. We miss our families too. We are at a critical juncture and a critical changing point. We must get through this point before we can do anything about the quarantine. Once we do, we can allow certain ships in and out. Now, the Andromeda Council themselves have asked us, why? You've got the technology. You've got the technology to... Allow a wormhole. It's not that simple. We can create a wormhole, but closing it back up is another story. When you put a wave out to create a quarantine, it's one solid wave. If you start breaking apart the molecules, you've just damaged the wave. And it's never going to repair the same way again. You puncture one point of it. Now, we've talked about taking it down, but that could have massive consequences. Because how long do we let it down and allow them to come back in before we put it back up again? How many others have come in and infiltrated that, and how many have been able to get out. As it is, we've got the ships under control. 
we don't know that they would get out very easily. But you might have more come in. And then you create the whole imbalance all over again. Do you really want to do that? It's not in the greatest good for all. You're getting to the point where you have these groups that wish to victimize and harm almost at a surrender point. We do not want to upset that flow of energy in that direction. It is worth holding on longer and allowing this to complete itself, this process of freeing humanity on Earth and many other planetary systems. Earth isn't the only one who's under the regime of this group. It's worth holding out a little bit longer, making sure that we have all these beings held accountable in areas and zones that they cannot escape or or communicate and get other beings to come in. We have to balance that first and get that complete. And then then we can look at removing the quarantine. We are sorry. We know that's not what you were hoping to hear. We've looked at all the dynamics. We've looked at all the energetics of the quantum field and of the quarantine. And at this point, we're at a risky place worth the risk. The person leading this is saying, is it possible? Is there nothing that could penetrate the quarantine that you your technologies have that could allow these ships to come through that field in the same way that ships come through the mountain here is do you not have a technology for that no we do not this quarantine is designed of a molecular structure that nothing can penetrate, not even a light ray. It's very important to keep it in place. We were hoping that there would be a technology that could be used that you would know of, we would not have to know about, and the syndicate leaders, the Dracos, could not 
know anything about or learn about. It would be something you could do beyond any of our understanding and ability to manipulate. No, there is nothing we can do on that nature. At the right time, we can create a wormhole that can then allow them in and we can monitor who comes in. But it's not the right time to do that at this moment. At this moment, well then, do you have any idea of what the anticipated time frame is? What are we looking at? Yes, humans are all about time. We understand even though we don't work in the same dynamic. It is looking like this can all shift by the end of your year, your 2016 year. We can get this dynamic shifted to a point that we can create the wormhole and allow your loved ones back in. That is what we're working on at this time. Very good. I'm sure there are many out there that are happy to hear that, that we're looking at that short of a distance, because it will be three years at that point. Three, four, for some, that they have been quarantined. Yes, actually, that is true. 2012, December of 2012. By December of 2016, it will be four years. Exactly. We understand. We have been in your galaxy the same length of time and cannot leave. We promise all of you it will be worth this time. And we know that your loved ones who have been fighting and working towards peace understand that and do not want to risk anything that could take away from all the efforts that have been accomplished. They have been very courageous, very brave, and very loving in their quest to find peace and create peace throughout the universes. And we know they would not want to create anything or be a reason to create any break in the flow of peace happening of this transition and ascension for your galaxies and this universe and all those on Earth. 
Do you have any other questions? No, Mark, not us. Do you have any questions? He's asking, the Blue Avian is asking the leader of the, the chairman of this assembly. We are also wondering what is happening as far as the energies and the dynamics of new technologies. Clearly, you have many new technologies and you're working far beyond a lot of our abilities. Will you be working with us before you leave? Once you have this flow in place, will you be assisting us in learning new and advanced methodologies? We have discussed that. And we will be putting into place some technologies that will allow more peaceful events happening. Ways that you can create healthy boundaries, wave particles, quantum fields, and quarantined areas. However, much of this technology, as in every technology, could be used for harm. And that is the reason Maldek exploded. Because those advanced technologies were used in harmful ways. And we do not wish to have anything happen that would cause planetary systems to be destroyed again and shift the whole entire flow of a galaxy or create the massive web of souls that were locked in such a horrible, painful expression. We do not wish to allow that to happen again. We will monitor the situation and see where you are in consciousness by the time we are leaving. And we will see what technologies we can leave behind and what you're ready for. Otherwise, we will come back again in the future and address the situation at that time. Thank you very much. That is very fair. We are honored. Is there anything else the sphere being alliance wishes us to know at this time? No. That is what we came to discuss today. Thank you. I take my leave. Blue Avian is that bowing. And he is... He's gone. Galilee, he's gone. Yes, they have that technology, Karen. Wow. I know this I know the the blue orbs can do that, but I didn't know he can too. Okay. The chairman speaking. We have our answer. I know it's not the answer that all of you wanted. I myself wish that 
there could have been a way to bring them back now. We could use those comrades in keeping the peace. And we wish for them to be home. But the good news is that will happen. And there is a plan in place. And we are nearing the end of this process of freeing Earth and this galaxy and other regions. So, thank you all for your time and for your commitment. And thank you for holding on with your meditative shields and visions for those that are out of on the other side of the quarantine at quarantine out of the universe. Images in my head of what's going on. I'll explain in a minute. Thank you. You are welcome to go into the meditative room and continue with your visions. For those that are in that assignment, thank you. For those who wish to sign up for that assignment, thank you. You can continue to hold the quantum field wherever you are in your homes and maintain that safety for all of our loved ones that are out of this dimension. If you have any other questions, you can direct them to my office and we will get them handled and answered. Thank you for your time. Session is adjourned. The gavel is struck. Hmm. Galilee, I, I recently saw this image in a journey of mine, and I'm seeing it again here. He's smiling. You know what I'm going to say, aren't you? Yes, I am. I do. I do know what you were going to say. So, everyone, what I saw and what I have seen before is that when anyone you love, any situation, if you sit and you meditate and you send thought waves to a situation, you can affect it. So I'll give you the example that I saw on a journey that I had done about Atlantis. And I had, I was part of a mission and we had gone off planet and I got separated from others in the mission and was under fire and had to come back through the Stargate to get back to safety or I would have been killed and I was injured and I was in sixth bay and I kept saying I have to go back I have to go back to get the rest of my team. And they kept saying, no, it's not safe. It's not safe. And I kept worrying about the team. And they literally said to me, you have to stop sending those thoughts. We will not let you hurt them. And I said, what? And they said, you know what you're doing. You are sending them a field of of harmful possibility. 
And we created a group who sat down and meditated with hands together. It was a circle. And we kept visioning and sending images of them coming safely through the Stargate and coming back home. We just held a field of pure possibility of them easily coming back. And within a half hour, they were walking through the Stargate and coming back to Atlantis. That's what these people are doing. They're going in a room and they're holding a consciousness for their loved ones in other areas to be safe. And they're seeing them healthy and vibrant with lots of food and with exercise and laughing. And they're holding a quantum field of possibility, telepathically sending it to their their image in their minds. If you think about someone and you send it to that image of that, that person, you are energetically delivering it to their field, their aura. Yes, Karen. That's why you're here today. We wanted you to see this, we wanted you to hear this, and wanted to remind you of that information. Because all of you listening can do this at any time, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. If there is a a storm in an area and your loved one is driving through it, you just See them in a bubble of peace driving. If there's a storm in your in your community, you can see a quantum field around your home of safety or your community or your state. We suggest you go small at first and, and expand as you get stronger with your possibility. Know what you can create a field for. And as you get more confident, build that field. You send love to loved ones. That's that's no different. You're projecting, a, Karen, you use the term bubble of love to people. When you send love to someone, when you send healing to someone, you pray for their healing. What you're doing is putting a healing cocoon around them, around their energy field. That's a quantum field. You you all, it's time to awaken to the quantum field and the dynamics and mechanics that you can use every day to support yourself, your loved ones in the world and galaxy and universe. You have that ability. Create the quantum fields. Create the quantum field of possibility for things to happen. Create the quantum field of possibility for for jobs to manifest, for money, to, for income flow, for food, for for well-being. Create the quantum field. Create the vision. You can do it on this kind of a mass level or a local level. 
when you create a field to have a conversation, be wrapped in love or for a, a solution that's in the highest and greatest good. That's a quantum field. Your thoughts can create that. Your speaking can create that. That's the power that you all have. And you can support all of Earth right now in creating pure possibilities for prosperity to happen for all and for wellness and for food that everyone has food. Just see food being delivered everywhere on your planet. Growing. Vibrant. You see villages in Africa and you see places where people are starving. Just see fields start to grow. Create the quantum field of possibility. see water springing out of ground, people drilling and pulling it up. And it will bring that, it will molecularly create it. There's, you have your 3D printers and you can create whatever you want in this 3D printer. Well, your minds are 3D printers. Your thoughts are the material and your Speaking is the packaging that sends it out. (coughs) You have the capability of creating creating 3D in the quantum field. And as you create it and as that field gets strong enough, it will molecularly pull everything, all like molecules to it, to create it into being. It's time for you all to understand that. Mark, you would be a perfect person to help send send pure possibility quantum fields to these ships that are outside the quarantine right now. You have the ability to do that. The same as you have been doing and sending pure possibility to the world and to the universe and to all areas on the planet. You've been very, very good at that. As you know, anything I can do in service to support creation. Exactly. And this is the highest form of creation, to create a quantum field. It's literally a way that in your mind you build the field. Build it, they will come. You had a movie like that. Built the field and they will come to play on it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's a metaphor. You build the field in the quantum arena. And all molecules will come to it. There's the truth. There's the power. Now, Mark, you had a question earlier. Let me yes, see if I, I mean, can help is, you with that. Yeah. This ties into uh, what, so which one, especially our last one, 
hymn song is that um, we have many crystal cities of light and other high-energy spots on the planet. Some are publicly known, um, such as Mount Machu Picchu and, um, and many others that are publicly known. And then there are others that are not known, like uh, one in the White Mountains where I am that I work with, and many others that are not yet publicly known. And I yeah. have seen that the caretakers, which each of them has their own caretakers that are have responsibility to work with them that are in Earth human embodiments, you know, like ourselves, to communicate and work with the beings that work within those particular high energy areas within the inner Earth, Crystal City is light and all the locations. And I see their role growing and expanding into new areas of focus and consciousness integration to support this. And working with the entire crystalline grid of the planet and projecting it outward, not just to the Earth, but outwards. And how does this also relate to other planets, such as Saturn and the others, do they also have the same type of crystalline grid network and so forth? And where where else can we go with this thought that I've been proceeding for a while? Well, this is something that's beyond the listeners. So this is something that um, I'm, I'll answer to... A degree that everyone can participate, but then it would go beyond that, um, and it wouldn't be for everyone listening. So now, are these cities in all the different planetary systems? Not all of them, and yes, there are many other planets that do have them. That's one of what the ancient builder race created. This is one of them that we're in here at this moment in Saturn. <clears throat> so, again, what the perfect answer is to your question, and this is what will support everyone, is to do that, you work in the quantum field. To do what you've been thinking. Many of these bases, it's not for all of humanity to know about. And you can connect so you can connect to them and work with them. And anyone who can connect on your own, then you're working with them. Make sure that when you connect, you're always requesting to work with light and love. I know you do that, Mark, and everyone that's doing that. Because you can connect to beings that are not serving light and love. So... Partly why I want to be careful with my answer to this question. It's not for everyone to be doing because you've got to be able to distinguish what energy form you're connecting with. And when you set your intention to connect with those serving love, that will allow you to connect to those that will be 
working with you. Now, this network, it's not ready for the public to know. It's still part of the resources of the Andromeda Council to support all of you. And that's why until disclosure happens and the world is ready to hear about this, we cannot let it known. However, in alignment with the conversation, Mark, if you work with the quantum field and you continue to work in that dimension to create what you're wanting to create, that will work. That's the way to handle this. Work in the quantum field as we've just explained and molecularly create it. Envision it into being. And work with the collective conscience of other light workers, way shores, and so forth, on the, others on the planet that are ready to co-create, collaborate with that at that level of conscious awareness so that can we, we can work together for the greater good of the whole. Uh, in the dream state and so forth, we're working together. It's sort of like a uh, uh, a uh, planetary team of those that are awakened enough to really do this work, connecting in the dream state so that we are working on this together. Well, yes, you can communicate in the dream state, but um, let me just express before we end the show. You can, the same as this, group is in that meditative room and they're collectively creating the visions to hold their loved ones safe that are outside the quarantine, you can do that with your team. You don't have to do it in the dream state. You can do it and just all create the vision that you want to work with and have that team, whenever they sit and meditate, focus on that vision. And you don't even have to do it all together. It would be powerful if you created a mastermind of a call and do it all at one time. It would be very powerful. You can have everybody individually, no different than we're asking everyone right now, that when you have a moment, you sit and meditate. You send out this vision of your world being in peace. You send out a vision that there's food everywhere and there's water everywhere. You send out those visions and you can do them together or you can do them individually at different times. But if enough of you continue to create these quantum fields and hold it in your intention, it's powerful. You will create it. With that, it is time to take Karen back and end this conversation. It's a very, very powerful dynamic to take in, understand, and take on to create these quantum fields of meditative creation. I did have one question relating to what you were saying earlier. Is how do we teachers teach more focused divine discernment 
to so that those that are doing the meditation, doing the work, better understand the work they're doing to where we are going, as you have already described. It's it's not. It's very simple. So your understanding is is very intricate of the universe and how it works. But it doesn't have to be that way for everyone. Everyone you talk to knows how to pray for someone. They know how to send positive thoughts to someone. They also know how to send worry negative thoughts to someone. The simplicity of this is just to clarify the thought you send out. Clarify the vision. What is it you want to create? Get everybody involved in that same vision. A powerful example on your planet that recently happened that you know well is the James Twyman, peace troubadour, who went to an area, a war-torn area in Syria, and he asked millions of people to hold the vision with him. It's, he's, that's a perfect example of this power. And he did it all at the same time. And a week later, a peace treaty started. That's a powerful example of what was going on in that meditative room. That's it. He created the quantum field of peace. That's what's possible for each and every one of you. So, Marcus, it's that easy. You just have someone. You create what it is, what the vision is, what is the intention, and you all focus on it. Mm. Okay. I am you. back. You are very welcome. We are back at Drummond. Thank you, Galilee. Thank you so much. This was powerful. Very, very powerful. Mark, while I leave here, give your information and I'm going to take I'm going to leave Saturn at this point while you give your information for my listeners. Thank you, Galilee. We so very much appreciate you always and your service and your support. Namaste. Namaste to both of you and all listening. Thank you. I am honored. We are, again, I'm also sending you love and light and appreciation to you personally and everyone here on Saturn to share in our unified love and light and collaboration together, supporting creation and the greater good of the whole together in love. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Mark. Namaste to all of you. Goodbye for now. Namaste. I um I you know all the work that I do is I support true empowerment by bringing the conscious experience of your individual ascension experience and bringing more into conscious awareness your highest potentiality that your soul knows and requests for you to become. 
and so much more. So you can truly move forward and co-create that with two visions like we have been discussing about, many other techniques and abilities that are innate within your own soul and just bring those into your conscious awareness and conscious experience all in the eternal moment which you are experiencing with each session and conversation that we do, whether it be coaching, whether it be healing, whatever it is, it is for the greater good of the whole. And I can be reached at Inner Light Expressions at Hotmail.com and make sure that in the subject line that you put that you are listener to, you know, particular show and particular date, and then I with your contact information, whether you Skype, Ulu, WeChat, or Google Hangouts, you know, just whatever mode, and your time zone where you're located, and the best way to contact you, your username, and so forth. And um, I will be in touch. So on Skype, it's healing number four in our piece. But again, make sure that in the, in the contact request, you put the, your listener to the show. And I'll make sure that with Karen that my links are also in the description um, for, the, for the show. Love, line blessings to all. And... All right. Thank you all. And White Lily, I understand you don't like it to end. However, here's what I'd like to request of everyone. I would like to request that we all join in an intention for everyone in our world to have enough food to eat, to have clothing, to have warmth, to have water, pure, fresh water to drink. That everyone is held in a bubble of love and safety. And that all those who are serving us throughout the multiverses, especially in this galactic area in our galaxy, that we have the safety and they're kept safe and all are nourished and all are held in love and light. And all of those ships that are outside of the quarantine are held in love and light and kept safe. And that the changes in the flow of ascension that are happening right now with the global currency reset and the prosperity funds, they're all held in love and light with angels assisting. And that everything flows peacefully and all of the changes flow peacefully into place and see everything just becoming easier and working together as communities and working together in ways that serve and honor through barter, through empowerment, through service to light and love. See our world turning to that. See our governments dissolving and becoming true gifts of service, true leaders who serve. And as we hold those visions, the molecules can join us and start to fall into place. The wonderful feeling to do that 
every day. Every time you can think about it. And, as pointed out in the chat group, is also something we can do in our, each of our lives every day. See our manifestations flow into place. See them. We've been told this for years and years and years and years and years. And this conversation just takes us to a much greater quantum level. That's the real power. That's the real truth of all this. Our abilities are far greater than we know. And we can use them for ourselves. We can use them for our community. We can use them for our state, our nation, our continent, our world, and our galaxy, universe, and multiverses. That's the power. It's time for cooperative sharing, cooperative gatherings and healings. And that's what these kind of visions lead us to. That's the truth and the power. We all have the ability. So, with that, a reminder, next Sunday, come back and hear the sun's conversation about the spring solstice and the new energies coming into play. And the 27th is the wise ones, how to sprang forward. <laughs> Get ready. Should be a lot of fun. And my website, KarenCressman.com. Thank you all to all who read my newsletters all who give an energy exchange, all who value and appreciate the work. It is an honor to serve love and light, and thank you for being part of the Awakening family with me. I'm going to take us out for more toning, for peaceful flow. Something definitely just shifted. I know when I use tones that are off-key, it is a, something that's used to push us to a new level. That's the clarity. Namaste, everyone. Enjoy this new understanding of your light and what you're capable of. And I'll see you back next week. Goodbye for now. Hello. 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 Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. The. Uh, I'm having a few technical issues, but I think I've got them. Just some minor stuff. So, um, what are your your thoughts on on the show and um what the message was?
you know, I had been practicing to some degree uh, through intention, you know, intending harmony, intending love, and going deep. And so this is another level of, to me, understanding, you know, it's all about the quantum field. And I'm just delighted to hear these words. And it has encouraged me because I was very tired today. Because um, I had to drive my son to um, a college visit in Pennsylvania, five and a half hours, and then I drove back yesterday. And I'm and now I'm driving to Richmond because my other son has a track meet. So I've been like doing that, you know, busy family thing. But this was so helpful to me because um, I need to remember that I can create this quantum field through my attention, you know, instead of feeling like I'm tired, you know, I keep rejuvenating myself. <laughs> right. Now, um, Alice, as, as you know, when we do the energy, when we do the healing work, you know, that I've done with you and your brother, what what did you feel as we were talking, as we create the quantum field, you know, I do that in, in most of the sessions that I do, so that, you know, it is in a nonlinear experience because it is within that quantum field we it's co created. So what is your sense, your feeling when, when we do our sessions? Well, um, like I said, um I found that uh it it was a very good feeling. I do believe today I was a little bit distracted because I was in the car rather than on you know, out in nature. You know, like I was before the first time where it was, um, and I was more grounded. But I did feel the peacefulness, the energy. You know, it was a good experience for me. Um, again, it's all new to me. Um, to be even meditating, I'm still learning how to do that, you know. <laughs> um so this is just all new. And one question I had when they were talking about the builder race, and I didn't know what the builder race was. Okay. Basically, because um, I've worked with them, um, is basically they are a very, very ancient race. Um, I guess you could say it's sort of like the spear lions in, in that way. Um, or, or the Dragon Realm, Dragon Phoenix Realm, that universe, because those, those are like different universes of origin. And basically, they work to create um, specific planets, galaxies, and so forth, depending on what is the, the, the guidance from the greater collective consciousness of creation, which is omniversal. And however that guides as to what is to be created, um, basically there there are many universes. And there are many different universes that are different expressions of creation consciousness. But there are very specific universes that are, I guess, from perspective, high universes that is higher in consciousness frequency closer to the the actual focus point of creation itself, which is the basically the omnivocal consciousness of creation itself. 
um, which as you get into those higher universes, the uh, complexity of consciousness and the density of consciousness, because there's so much consciousness within uh, one individual being, per se, that it, it, it becomes a much higher and higher consciousness being closer to that that cre- creation comes from. I mean, it, it, it's very hard to describe it in our primitive earth words. I mean, people don't like don't like to hear it, but we are communicating in the 3D earth verbiage, you know, as we would explain here on on the earth, right? Yeah. But when you're trying to describe things that are from uh, a creation so far beyond this third dimensional experience, fourth dimensional experience, it cannot always be expressed or explained. That's why a lot of the sessions that I do are experiential, as you know. It's more of an experiential experience. It's an experience of your soul than the words that I use. Our ancestors, or are they a collective consciousness like Um, Ancestors, well, it depends. If they are ancestors of your spiritual lineage, of your soul, uh, yes, they can be from a galactic or a higher origin. If you're talking about ancestors for your um, your family lineage, it, it depends. I mean, if you've been reincarnated back into your family and you're part of that soul family lineage on a soul level, yes, there can be a collective on a, in a sense, but that's not the case for everyone. Right. Okay. Because you can be born into a family to be a support person, to be a guardian, like a, a guide or something like that for the family without necessarily ha- being part of the soul lineage of the family. Right. But, um, but I do, I think I'm really being shown to, since you brought it up, is that I have done a few times when, when I needed to where there has been, I guess you could say, problems with them in the family that go back many generations, sort of like, like a family feud type thing yeah. where w- one family has had a feud with another family. And in these few instances where I've had to do this with my team is that these families that I had, that I worked, did this work with had bad situations that feud with another family that did dark magic. And that this went back many generations. And so what I had to do with my team is we went back in time to when the feud began, even just prior to that. And we countered every time that they tried to do a a spell or whatever it is that they were doing that was dark magic, which is very harmful and hurtful, we counted it, we redirected it, and so that it no longer did harm. As if it sort of like erasing it from even happening. And 
since that family was to dark magic, they were intuitive. Granted, they didn't use it in a good way. They saw the original timeline as it originally was, where they succeeded in causing harm to the family. And it's like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel like this is not the way it's supposed to happen. This was supposed to happen, but it didn't. I don't get it. And, and then it too, right. and since we kept doing this through the generations again and again and again, every instance, eventually there was nothing that they could do. They, they, they just had no power left, nothing. And in one of the instances, the older sister of, of the individual I was focusing through to connect to the family, um, her soul came back to me and thanked me because now her children would be born without that curse. I mean, they, the way it's looked at is it's sort of like a family curse. Yeah. Which is a family curse which is created by that dark magic which has, has followed that family through many generations. Like I said, I don't, I've done this a few times. Um, and it takes a lot of effort, a lot of focus, a lot of work to get it done. It's not simple. You know, sometimes there are some difficult points to it, but it's part I of the work. I have a question for you now that I've heard, um, you know, when you asked the question about um, and the answer and response in regards to um, not everyone is ready for this level of um, information. And um, With many organizations around the world, there are many of them that have highest of intentions, you know, because, you know, I've, I've talked to people from many, many different general ones. Many of them have YouTubes that they put out and so forth. Within them, there's quite often going to be a, a mixed bag, which means within many of these organizations around the world, there are those that originally created it that are of higher intention, higher uh, consciousness, and then there are others that are not. Now, everyone has their own function and role because there are many organizations that are part of this paradigm shift into the positive paradigm that are education, teaching, getting the world and the information out. Yeah. But within them, there are others that are not necessarily of highest of intentions that have intentionally infiltrated them that have to be found out and weeded out. Yeah. Okay. But that happens with a lot of organizations around the world. I've seen many others as well. And that happens. As they are more focused on love and light, as they are more focused on co-creating for the common good of creation of Mother Earth, of humanity, the animals, and so forth, the environment, they are creating this very powerful high-energy quantum field. And what will happen is those that are not of true high intentions, they will feel more and more uncomfortable because yeah. their garbage, okay. their true intentions are coming back at them. It's, like, it's sort of like karma being thrown back into your face. Like you yeah. are looking into a mirror, focusing on, I want to do harm, I want to do harm, I want to cause problems, I want to cause 
confusion. I want to cause chaos. And they're throwing all of that at a mirror. But because this organization, which there are many of them around the world, they are creating this quantum field of love and light, of co-creation for the greater good of the whole, that's not going to allow that. So instead of it going into the group, because the group has to work together, it's going to be like throwing at a mirror and it's going to reflect back at themselves and those that are guiding them to do what they're attempting to do, which means it's not going to work. And, and it's going to force okay. them out. Yes. And, and that happens with a lot of organizations all over the world. So I'm tending harmony, love, joy, and peace. Um, yes. From what I'm understanding, I don't have the technical, uh, not sure that I can articulate the technical aspects of creating a quantum field, but from what I'm understanding, I think my son and I have already been doing it in little ways, like, for example, sometimes, like she gave the example about the weather. And um, my son and I will sometimes hold hands and we'll just intend that um, we're safe and that the storm will, you know, um, dissolve itself and bring out the sun. And we joke about it all the time, you know, like, you'll say, Mom, you know, your energy is so strong, you've got the sun shining today, you know, and, you know, or if there's a black overcast, you know, I'll say, no, we're going to have to bring the sun out again, you know. So we'll talk about it in those terms and we'll, um, you know, bring out, make our intentions known. We'll speak our intentions sometimes and we'll just hold hands and think about what our intentions are and put those forward. So that was sort of, um, I appreciated the example that she gave. Um, we live in like a cul-de-sac, and there was one time where um, it was storming everywhere else except in, and, um, you know, we were recognizing that, you know. Right. I mean, it's one thing to be aware of a negative situation going on in the world or around you, but it's a totally different thing to focus on it. Be aware, being aware of it, bringing in the love and the light and projecting that into the situation is going to help in the situation. Although, of course, you can't go against free will and choice. That's just universal divine law. But if the love and the light is received their free will and choice may lessen of causing harm, anger, fear, whatever the situation is, and may lessen their strong negative emotion to the point where they will receive the healing that they need. Or they may not. I mean, it's just like with me, I always, when I do healing sessions, I bring in the soul of the person that I'm doing the session with. So they are an active participant. So, I, in essence, I'm going beyond their egoic mind because the soul is who and what they truly are in its totality. The earth human consciousness aspect is, is part of the greater whole of the soul, but it's not the totality of the soul. And that is where the egoic mind and ego is. The ego has its purpose, but 
it has, but the whole point is it, it has, should be in balance. And quite often it is out of balance. Just like the masculine and the feminine, the earth has been in the masculine focus for a very long time. So now time for the divine feminine to come back in for the earth and all life on it to be brought back into that balance. Yes. And then we also have, of course, many forms of balance. We have a left brain and a right brain. Right brain being our intuitive side, our spiritual side, connection to our soul and so forth. Left brain, that's more with us being grounded, us being part of our earth human egoic mind, and physical body and so forth. And in many, that's out of balance. Even myself, you know, I have to work at maintaining that balance as well. I'm still in earth human form. So, you know, I have to work on, on getting back into balance at times and, and that. And, you know, it's just part of being human in this 3D, 4D earth human form. That's just, just what it is. The um well basically like Blog Talk Radio like many of the other shows have archives which can be listened to later. I have a lot of uh, others around the world that listen to to my archives. Um, but you know basically it's a co-creation. What we say on air, you know, let's say you working through your stuff or what have you, me, how I have helped you, can help someone else who's dealing with a similar type of situation. Right. I mean, they might they might be seeing how they are having some experience with someone putting out a lot of negativity, a lot of fear-based. And they say, oh, well, I, I just have to put out the love and light, create this bubble of light around me, and just fill it with the love, fill it with the light from the divinity within my soul, from the loving consciousness of Mother Earth within my soul, from the living consciousness of creation, which is part of my soul, bringing in from that centered space within me, the angels, and bringing in the angelic, healing the angelic love, and projecting that out through my quantum field, through my bubble of love and light. Therefore, they will not be able to bring you down. Yes, sometimes, because you are not being reactive to them the way that they want, they may or may not fight harder to bring you down. But because you're in that divine love centered space within, you are within your quantum field you co-created of love and light with Mother Earth's consciousness, with the conscious creation, which is within your soul, the angels which you can bring in to your holy space, through your this bubble of light around you, they will not be able to bring you down because you're stronger than them. You are divinely empowered. You are stronger than they are. 
granted, the egoic mind thinks, oh, I'm super strong. No, they're not. Love, the divine love empowerment, the divine love from the divine centered space within is the power of creation itself. So which is stronger? The power of divine love and empowerment of creation of the angels, of Mother Earth, of creation and consciousness itself, which is within your own soul that you are consciously a part of, consciously working with, or there are moments of anger, hatred, pain, and they're projecting that negative energy out. Which do you think is stronger? Obviously, the divine. And that divinity is within you. So you embrace that you are divine love expression of Mother Earth. You are an Earth human form. You are divine love expression of creation. For creation consciousness is within your soul. Your soul is who what you truly are. You and with if Mother Earth's consciousness wasn't wasn't part of your soul, you wouldn't be in an Earth human body. If the living consciousness of creation was not within your soul, your soul wouldn't even exist. They're a part of you, part of each of us. So true divine empowerment means being a part of that, being connected with that on a conscious level. Then 
that's how you can create miracles. That's how you can create what you want. But as long as you don't, if you if you do it from the egoic perspective, and where you are trying to dictate and control the specifics with very high yeah. expectations, that's when you're putting out the negative. Right. Yes. Okay. Allow, be open to the highest potentiality, without putting the specifics. Does that make sense? It does. And through our imagination, through our creativity, create an image of what you want to see. Yes. So, like, um, how are you doing with your music? Well, I um, I have been focusing on studying because I'm supposed to be taking my project management professional exam to obtain that certification, which is one of my goals for um, you know establishing my um, my program, uh, you know, for you know my business. Uh, what is it? I call it. You know, my 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 pitch. Part of uh, me establishing the learning center, you know, was to obtain my um, certification in project management. And also, you know, while we're waiting for prosperity funds, uh, to allow me to help sustain uh, us, my family, the two kids in college, one getting ready to go to college and another one in college, and helping my husband and I just sustain ourselves. So right. that's been my primary focus because um, of everything that's going on around us financially. Um, it is not um, a good time. Right. But so what I'll do is, I mean, the show's almost done. So what I'm going to do with you, you know, off air, since the show's almost done, is we, yeah, I'll yeah. work with you to create the quantum field to do the visualization of what it is that your highest intentions are for yourself and your husband. Yeah. Of course, you know, I mean, if he's open to be part of it, that would be great. That would just empower it more if he's a part of the situation. Probably not, not there yet. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, you and I can talk about it off air. That, that's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And then you can create it. Basically, you know, like I always do, we go into a divine center to the, our, the heartbeat and our breathing have a particular rhythm. We are in an earth human embodiment form. So that rhythm of your heartbeat, the rhythm of your breathing, are in sync with Mother Earth's rhythm, with her life force essence. Because her life force essence is part of your life force essence. So as you go into your heart, into your soul, into her soul from within yourself, your rhythm, your life force essence is in sync with hers. And you're working with the conscious of creation itself, which is within your soul and hers. So you co-create that which you want to experience. So you create it. It's like, see yourself doing the paperwork to a selling house. Do not focus on the numbers, per se. Just faith and trust that it will be the highest potentiality that is possible. Okay. Then, like, 
make it happen. Visualize it. Use your, your imagination within this quantum field. Do it from that love, that light, that trust. Work with Mother Earth to support you because it is a manifestation on the Earth to help make it happen. Visualize that the people that would be buying it are open to be in sync and part of it. So you invite their soul, their oversouls, to be part in that quantum space. In that quantum field, they create a bubble of love and light. Visualize their souls being invited into the holy space to, and make it happen. So that everyone that's involved in that situation are invited into that, that love and the light, into the holy space. You can't go against their free will and choice, but you're doing it from love and light intention, not from an egoic intention, not from, I need, I need, I need, oh, I need it so bad. That, that's not of love and light, is it? No. But if you focus on the love and light and see yourself and your husband at the table with the realtor, with the buyers sitting at the table with you, going over the paperwork, and everyone is happy. You're happy. Your husband's happy. They're happy because they're getting a new home, and you're all signing it together. Feel the joy of the moment. Make it happen. Create it. Create the moment. Does that, does that make sense? It does. I just wish that I, I didn't feel the way I felt about the situation because I really didn't want to sell the house, to be honest. It was kind of like we have no other choice, honestly. And that's been my biggest um, full stop of this whole thing. Um, and I still really don't want to sell the house, you know. But I went through the motions and I signed everything because it seems like, you know, the right thing to do. He wants to move on. And it, I'm, I'm only on the title feed. I'm not on the mortgage, but... So I honor what my husband wants, um, and, but he, he, he didn't want to sell it either. I mean, you know, and so we just always come to this conclusion, And um, but this time around, we, we did um, just go ahead and say, hey, we're going to move forward. Um, his thing is, it's negatively impacting his credit, and he's a government contractor, and he feels that it's negatively impacting his um security clearance, and that's one of the reasons why he hadn't uh, taken on certain work, uh, because that was out there, and um, so that's what's bugging uh, me the most, is, um, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'll, you know, let it go, because I want him to feel that he can move on, and he feels that by selling it, he can move on, because then it'll just, you know, that one aspect of his, um, Support will sort of like be resolved finally, and then he can, you know. And then, of course, I have my aspect. So, with my Chapter 13 bankruptcy and the house that we're currently living in, and so all of these financial things are what um, I'm feeling. And um, I usually escape through my music, but I know that I need to deal with these things. I can't just, you know, say, hey, I want this to go away. I have to deal with it. It's what my consciousness is telling me now. So that's why I'm very interested in what's happening with what I learned today about the quantum field and like really creating it from a love and life perspective and not from a, a victim or a 
pressure or, you know, that perspective. Because that's very 3D. That's what we're trying to get away from. At least that's what I'm trying to get away from. <laughs> right. So I'm dealing with myself in those feelings. And uh, right. I, have good days. I have good days and bad days. <laughs> right. All right, so um, the show's just about done. I'm going to play a song, and you and I can talk later off air. Right, only love well, is real. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful. And I'm going to be at a track meet, so I'll just be, you can probably text me if anything, you know. Um, but that's what's going on with me today. All right, that's fine. All right, well, we'll talk later. All right. All right. Love, love, and blessings. So and and uh, if you can listen to the song if you want. Whenever you're feeling confused When life's purpose is Remember what really matters There's only love that is real Only love That is real Only love That's really true Feel the oneness Within you You're centered in them Everything perfectly being There's only love that is real Only love that is real Only love
That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.